Good day and good gaming and happy February, everybody. I just want to let you all know that our dear friend Baxter was going to Disney as we were recording this, and I did have some Disney tips. But of course, we're slackers, and I don't think I got this edit episode edited in time for him. I decided to leave the tips in there, though, so they're in the blooper reel of this particular episode, if you want to ever hear those, along with some of the other funny outtakes during the recording of this one. This was a ton of fun. Also, at the very end of the blooper reel, we've decided to give a little uh, preview for what we're covering in March, so stay tuned for that. As always, guys, thank you so much for listening. Always so fun to hear from you all. So if you want to reach out to us at any time, send us an email, trjsupershow at gmail.com, or you can always give us a call on our new host or hotline. Don't remember the number off the top of my head, but it's in the show and also in the show notes. We would love to hear from you. That's an open challenge. All right, guys, that's enough of my rambling. Well, until you hear the episode. Anyways, good day, good gaming, everyone. See you later. Retro Junkies, and welcome to another episode of the Retro Junkie Super Show. I'm your host, Rob, and join with me, as always, is my main man, my partner in retro gaming crime, Mr. Landon Long. How are you, Hosehead? Hey, man, doing good, doing good. Uh, can't complain. How about you? Doing great, man. First of all, Happy New Year. It's been like yeah. a month since we've talked. <laughs> yeah, we, we've been bums. We've been slacking. Slacking for sure. Slacking, and it's been great. Absolutely great. So, we, we got some catching up to do, man. So first of all, tell our fine listeners, how was your Christmas, man? How did everything go over the holidays? Oh, uh, Christmas was great. Um, stayed around the house. Didn't really go anywhere. Open open presents. Uh, kid got a new bike, so she went out and rode bicycle before it got so cold and rainy here. And it's like been cold and rainy ever since. So she's looking forward to the spring when she can go ride her bike. But we, we had a good, good Christmas. Uh, how about you? Yeah, sound very low key. Didn't didn't have to do any traveling yeah. that day or anything. No, that was that was the best part. We stayed home because we were going to go to mom and dad's, but uh, sis and her fiance tested positive for COVID. So oh. mom and dad are like, "Yeah, nobody show up. Everybody stay home." So we we did that. So we didn't really have to, we didn't go anywhere actually. We just kind of stayed around the house. You know, sometimes you know it, it, it's great to hang out with family and and see you know the the parents and everything but sometimes it's so nice just to be home especially mm-hmm. on the actual gotcha. day I, I i'm a homebody anyway and i remember it was two years ago my daughter got sick right around the time oh we were we were just celebrating grayson's birthday and then that same night she got sick and it was a respiratory Ooh. infection uh so we couldn't go into north carolina to see any family on christmas day and we're just kind of hanging around the house we cooked our own turkey and i was like this is kind of nice Granted, yeah. you know, my daughter was sick, but it yeah, was kind of nice. That, it, was a, it was a good Christmas. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, no kidding. So, this past Christmas was wonderful. We went, as I said in the last episode, um, we went down to Disney, and I won't bore everyone with every single detail there, <laughs> but it was just such a good time. We went to Epcot first, probably my personal favorite park out of all of them. Epcot's um, a good one. Oh yeah, got a bratwurst in the the German area. Oh nice, was it good? Oh wonderful! It was everything I hoped it would be and more. With a bunch <laughs> of with a bunch of sauerkraut on top. Oh, oh yum! That sounds good. Yeah, man. We we ended up walking. The blessing was that 
it was so cold in Florida at the time. It was like 35 degrees, which is really cold for Florida. Uh, and a lot of people just didn't come out. A lot of the locals did not come out. So it wasn't as crowded as we expected. Plus, God bless my wife. She had been planning. She did like the Genie Plus app. She had all these routes ma- mapped out, had a strategy of which ones we would hit first to avoid the crowds. She did a lot of research and it paid off. Like we didn't really have to get in much lines at all. It was just great. And the kids were young enough to where they appreciated it. Uh, it, was, it was it was incredible. Got to see all the Star Wars stuff at Hollywood Studios. That's cool. That's worth it, isn't it? Oh, so worth it. And then um, got to meet Darth Vader and Chewbacca and it was <gasps> so funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was a bonus, too, because we didn't even know they were in there. We were checking out the Star Wars Museum, and I'm taking some pictures of stuff, and then I see all these people on the line. I'm like, what's this line for? And they're like, oh, this is for BB-8. And I was like, oh, cool. You can get a picture with BB-8? And they're like, yeah, yeah, there's, there's a line for Vader, and there's Chewie. I was like, oh, it's the greatest day of my life. <laughs> you, got, you got to meet, like, two of the coolest Star Wars characters ever. Yes, exactly. And uh, it was great. We had, like, these little... Um, uh, Death Star hats, like they were Death Star, but with Mickey ears. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as soon as we see Chewbacca, he's he just kind of looks at the hat and he just kind of looks at me like, really? <laughs> it's like, man. It's like this is a cover up. <laughs> it's like, man, you know how many people died during that fight? I was there. <laughs> yeah, I was there. Yeah, and I didn't even get a medal that first time. <laughs> yeah, they just said, well, there's the dog. Yeah, he came along. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, and it was so cute too because Grayson he he loved Chewie, but Lear was very because he's so tall, right? right. She didn't yeah, know what he, to think, so he he leaned down, he got on one knee, and he let Lear pet his fur, and <laughs> she was like instantly like hooked on him. So we all had this great picture of us all flexing, great great little uh, photo. But long story longer, um, we spent Magic Kingdom on Christmas. We spent Christmas Day in Magic Kingdom. And, oh, that's awesome. Dude, it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Got another Bratwurst over there, too. (laughs) (laughs) Rob's Bratwurst tour of Disney. Yes, and both were good. Both were great. And uh, we ended up spending... The the last thing we did was spend uh, Christmas dinner uh in cinderella's castle and that was that was a lot of fun so oh and lyra got to do her bippity boppity boutique she loved it uh and i'll tell you what man and you've probably been through this too already just seeing like lyra get dolled up and everything i started flash forwarding to 10 12 years from now dude it won't be long and she'll be having a prom dress on you know, just like yours, man. Uh, dude, don't even talk about that. I know, there's, I know. I got I got emotional thinking about it. There's already, like, little boys that are quote-unquote boyfriends. I'm like, nah. Oh, nah, boys. Nah, they, they're they going to have to pass the feats of strength before they can date you with me. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to be airing your grievances, Adam. I'll be airing my grievances in front of the aluminum pole. <laughs> That's a very high strength to weight ratio. I find tinsel <laughs> distracting. Yeah, he's like, uh, I got a lot of problems with you people. You're going to hear about them. Kruger, you couldn't smooth a silk sheet if you had a hot babe and a... I lost my train of thought. (laughs) They had a bunch of retro games at the arcade. Like, I expected your basic arcade, you know, with a lot of the newer machines, a lot of the... uh, Ah, what, just ticket machines and you know yeah but it wasn't that i saw a joust machine there x-men pinball 
uh, classic Star Wars pinball uh, machine. I saw a Donkey Kong Jr. machine. Ooh, I, that's nice. That I hadn't seen one of those in person in a long time. And a few others just from the you know the golden era of, of arcades. So I was like, this is a great arcade. I played a really nice Space Invaders machine there once at Disney. It was really well kept. It was an original one, and it was really well maintained. Oh, I wonder if that's the same one that's at Pop Century now, because there is an old Space Invaders machine there. Grayson it was playing be. it. It may be. It may like, be. It was. It was like one of the original like 1970s Space Invader cabinets. I'm like, oh, wow, this is in really good shape. Oh, that's cool. Very cool. Well, hey, speaking of arcade games and uh, you know retro games, man, have you been up to anything retro lately? Uh, a little bit. I, uh, I broke out the Nintendo Switch and got on the uh, the online uh, NES like game service oh, yeah. thing there. The the str- I call it like the game streaming service. I played some Tecmo Bowl. Got into playing some Tecmo Bowl since Super Bowls around the corner, and ah, nice. really got into that and forgot how. Bad I am at that game. <laughs> you know, I feel terrible. I never had Tecmo Bowl growing up. I had a friend who had it. I, mean, I remember watching him play it, and I remember you having it. And, uh, yeah, never played a lot of it myself. I like Tecmo Super Bowl a little bit better just because it has the player, like the NFL Players Association endorsement. And the players actually have like their real names and their real stats from that year on it. And oh, cool. Bo Jackson is an unstoppable beast if you know what you're doing with him. <laughs> like, this is no joke. I did this on Tecmo Super Bowl once just to see if I could do it. I did a running play with Bo Jackson and I made him run around the field. And he's so much faster and so much stronger, he's hard to take down. I ran an entire quarter's worth of time off the clock and scored. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think there's like memes about him being the the goat on that game, and a couple of t-shirts I've seen. Oh, he's awesome! I mean, Kia did a uh, a Bo Jackson commercial where he like ran past a bunch of Kias in Tecmo Bowl <laughs> form. It was hilarious, <laughs> and he was uh, in on it too. Like he was in on the on the game too, it, on the commercial. It was it was great. Ah, uh, it's great. I love it, man. Bo Jackson was awesome back in the day. Like you couldn't do you couldn't watch like any kind of sporting event without being like, man, I wonder if Bo Jackson's there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, guys, I remember. I remember the popularity. Bo knows. Bo knows. Bo I knows. had a Bo knows sticker on a basketball rim that I had at one point. Don't I know you? Nice shoes. Are you sure we haven't met before? Now, where's that Tour de France thing? Nice shoes. I knew I should have taken the right turn at Albuquerque. Have you ever been to L.A.? Oh, don't surf. That's what you think, dudes. Might you all join me in a spot of tea? Where'd you play your college ball? What is he doing here? I thought this was another Bono's commercial. That's great. Yeah, I haven't been up to too much retro stuff. Um, I did beat um, Shredder's Revenge with Grace, and I—that's I, a newer nice. game, but it's styled very retro. Um, of course, with the classic Ninja Turtles cartoon. Super fun to play that with my boy. Uh, we had a we had a pizza, uh, and we just dedicated a day to beating that game. And then we unlocked Casey Jones. It was wonderful. That's awesome. That's a good game. 
Super fun, super fun. I'd like to eventually invest in the Calabunga collection, but uh, you know, uh, my daughter got that for Christmas. She got the Calabunga collection, oh. and we were going to play two player. You have to have two Wii remotes to do it. Like you can't just do like uh. the one Joy Con and the other. Like oh, you have to okay. have two fully dedicated controllers. I read for the Switch version. I'm like, well, man, if I'd known that, I'd bought a controller oh, and we could have played it. We could have played it. But yeah, the that one, the history of all those games and like the design documents are, are what I I've played on that a lot with. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, just super super fun. I, I definitely want to invest in the collection for sure. We played another round of Stardew Valley. I got it. Of course, we already had on the Switch. My wife and I combined, we probably have at least 300 hours on the game. <laughs> and then we were like, hey, let's 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 join a, a farm. And first of all, my son has been dominating the Switch. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so while he's playing that, I do have Stardew Valley on the Xbox. Let's go and start our own farm there. We've been playing that. Like I said, been playing a little bit of uh, Dig Dug. Another classic arcade machine I forgot to mention that we saw at Pop Century was Defender. And I forgot how much I loved defender because oh nice. I love dude, that. i love defender it's probably one of my favorite space shooters because it's one of the earliest ones i'd ever played because i don't know if you remember it uh super nintendo had a like williams arcade classic collection yeah on it. didn't it have like joust and defender yeah Was it defender joust? one or defender two i can't remember for that i think anyway, it, yeah. i think it might have even had both um yeah and I, bet, then, I think you're right yeah and then it had sinistar and a few others well, I played all those games like crazy when I got that game for Christmas one year. And Defender was my favorite one because I loved picking up the, the little people and rescuing them and then dropping them <laughs> yeah. off. The guy who did Defender, that was his, his name was Eugene Jarvis. And he had worked on some pinball games for Atari. Um, in the late 70s, and his very first video game he ever did was Defender. So talk about just knocking it out of the ballpark the first time around, you know. And I saw that he'd sold, what, 55,000 Defender units were sold during that time. And it's, a lot of people argue it's one of the greatest arcade space shooters ever made. And um, and then right after that, another home run. He did Robotron 2084. So Robotron's hard. I was never any good at that game. Oh, I was terrible at it. Terrible at it. Really cool concept, but yeah. I was awful at it. Um, and then, you know, I found out that he actually played a part in the cruising, uh, the cruising racing games, like Cruising USA and some others. So this guy's a oh, legend. Oh, fun. Yeah, he, he's put some good stuff out. I remember I played Defender the first time at your house. Really? No way. Yeah, that was the first time I played it. I remember I, I'm like, I remember I asked him, like, what am I doing this? And you're like, dude, you've never played Defender? I said, <laughs> no. And you're like, oh, well, here, let me show you. And you showed me. I'm like, okay, this is fun. And then I kind of got hooked on it. And yeah, I, I kind of, when I have some free time, I like to play that. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Those Williams are arcade games and, oh, and those pinball games. Oh, wonderful. Yes. Yeah. So, so guys, you know, like I said at the beginning, or close to the beginning, we're covering Mega Man today. Really? So I, I was just kind of going through some things that were going on in January and February, and I, I, I was looking at some old Nintendo Powers, and the January slash February issue from 1989, they were talking about Zelda 2, WrestleMania, Friday the 13th. They even promoted the rock and roll controller. Do you remember that, where you had to like stand on the controller? Was it kind of that, was it that blue, kind of blue and black thing that you stand yes. on? Yes. Yes, I remember that. That thing was... Not that good. <laughs> I'm just no, putting, that, so I'm putting many that weird nicely. controllers. <laughs> 
And then, oh, of course, January and February of 1990. Oh, buddy, now this is this was my first foray into video games. So in that issue, Batman, Shadowgate, Super Mario 3, Dragon, uh, Double Dragon 2, Super Spike V-Ball. <gasps> it was all in there. <laughs> we love Super Spike V-Ball. It's a great one. It's a classic. And then finally, to tie it back to Mega Man, the January slash February 1991 issue, they were promoting Mega Man 3 on that one with a great drawing of the Blue Bomber and Rush. I had so, that one. Oh, did you? No way. I had that. Yeah, I had that. That's what got me interested in, in Mega Man. I think Mega Man 3 may have been the... No, it was 2, but I remember really looking forward to 3. Oh, man. I knew nothing about Mega Man, and I, I guess... We'll get into it more in a minute. I had a friend that his mother used to babysit us after school uh, because my mom wouldn't get off work a little bit later. And he had a killer Nintendo collection. And he had all six of the games. Um, uh, yeah, like he was a Mega Man freak. He loved it. And that's how I found out about Mega Man. I was never good at them. But I loved the way they looked and I loved the music on them. And I just thought it was so cool. The title screen, seeing the different robots, kind of blew my mind as a kid. But real quick, I wanted to give a huge bowl of wings to a, our good mutual friend, Nick DeMarco. Hey, Nick. Yeah, yeah, because he was he and his wife, Kathleen, they're just wonderful giving people. And they surprised me with a retro goodie box. So if you don't mind, real quick, I was just going to go through some of the goodies they put in there. Because Damn it. it. I knew you were getting that because he, uh, he asked me some things. I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, he'll love that. Oh, no way. What a guy. What a guy. Uh, so first of all, he had a bunch of office stuff in there, like a little office Michael Scott pillow. We've actually <laughs> got that on our bed. It's great. Um, so a bunch of office stickers because he knows you know, we love the office. I think there's even one with Kevin and his bowl of chili. I love it. Oh, uh, that poor poor bowl of chili. That was such a, such a tragedy what happened that day. But uh, so he got me a, a Phillies lanyard, which was really cool. Uh, a Sonic the Hedgehog. No, excuse me. A uh, Sega cup here. It says bossing it since 1991. And it's a picture of uh, Eggman on it. Love it. You should thank him for that because you know how he feels about Sega. That's true. Wow. That, that took a lot of guts. That took a lot of guts. <laughs> and fortitude there. Oh, and speaking of Sega, yeah, he got me a uh, Sega Genesis Christmas ornament that I can hang on my tree uh, that's got the not-for-resale Sonic the Hedgehog in the <laughs> ornament. Love it. It's I so love great. that, not-for-resale. One of my favorite ones he he did, and I, I guess he made this, it's a it's a sprite, you know, the pixel art sprite that sprites yeah. that he does of the goalie driving the Zamboni on from Ice High. Oh, that's awesome. love this thing i, I want to hang this up somewhere because this is probably my my second favorite gift in the entire box and all this stuff is just home runs a bunch of uh car decals of the ninja turtles which i'm as soon as i wash my car i'm gonna put them on there and really brag and take some pictures and send them to them a ninja turtles mouse pad and um and last but not least probably my favorite thing in here it is a i don't you might already know about this landon it's a tie-dye <laughs> shirt 
I saw it. Yeah, I saw that. Yes, yes. And it's, it says, thank you for being a friend. And it's got the Golden Girls wearing the Ninja Turtles bandanas and holding the Ninja Turtle weapons. I said, this is the greatest shirt that's ever existed. It really is. <laughs> so, dude, I am beyond just shocked, humbled, and grateful that dude Nick and Kathleen, thank you all so much for such a kind gift. It's such a generous gift. I mean... I just kept pulling stuff out of the box. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is incredible. <laughs> uh, and my wife, she, she was tickled to death too. She was like, wow, this is awesome. I, I'm just shocked that somebody would, would do something that kind. So thank you so much, Nick. Appreciate you, man. And like like you said, Landon, uh, for him to put as much Sega stuff in there as he did says a lot about his character because I know how he feels about the Sega Genesis. <laughs> yeah, he, he's of the camp that it sounds like two cats wailing at each other <laughs> sound-wise. <laughs> Oh, thank you for being a jam. Played you once and now I'm back again. Your card is true. You're the pearl in my Sega world. And if we threw a party, invited all the hosers we knew, you would see the greatest game would be for me. Card in and I say thank you for being a champ. In his defense, to bring it back to Mega Man real quick, I heard, I don't know if it was a fan-made one, or maybe, Landon, you can kind of help me with this. There was a Sega Genesis version soundtrack of Mega Man 5. Did they ever release Mega Man 5 on the Genesis? I don't think they did. Now, they did 1, 2, and 3 as the Wily Wars. Oh. But it was on the X-Band only. Okay, okay. The, the, the modem service, it was, or I don't think it was X-Band. It was whatever, Sega Channel. Sega, Sega Channel, Channel, yes. It was Sega Channel only. But, and I think maybe they released it in Japan and cartridge, but that was like the only Mega Man games for the Genesis was 1, 2, and 3. And then when you beat 1, 2, and 3, it unlocked four more Robot Masters in a thing called the Wily Wars. Okay. I and then you, you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I heard, I heard a cover of, it was, the, it was a Sega Genesis cover of Mega Man 5. And, oh boy, I definitely preferred the NES version to the Sega cover. I, yeah, no disrespect to the Sega. You know I love the Sega. Probably yeah. my favorite system ever. But... You know, I got. I have to give the points to Nintendo on that one. <laughs> you know, so. that's one thing about the Mega Man games. Like, they all had memorable soundtracks. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we're going to be doing a little little spooky stand um, mini, I guess, show with our favorite tracks here in a little bit. Mega Stan? Mega Stan edition? <laughs> oh, that's got to be a thing, Mega Stan. <laughs> Mega... He shoots wings out of his arms. And they're different flavors depending on which robot master he kills. It's like, these guns aren't very good. They're just different colors. Oh, gosh. Well, hey, you know what? Speaking of wings, what do you say we go to get get some wings at Stan's, eh? Hey, let's go. All right, let's get out of here.
All right, Jose. Well, hey, we're finally talking about Mega Man here in stands here Woo. in the year 2023. What do you think about that? Man, the, the future is now. I mean, Mega Man was so futuristic back when it came out. I feel like we're living in Mega Man times now. I know. No kidding. Remember, there they was the 200... Was it 0X? So, yeah, we're already past that point. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're getting into the Mega Man X kind of time frame, I think, now. That's crazy. It's crazy. Still no robots, though. Well, I mean, yeah, there are some, but... You know. I mean, they're, they're robots, but they're not as cool as Mega Man. No, I agree. Yeah. So, guys, you know, we already touched on him once before. Um, any other memories about Mega Man real quick before we get to the first game? Um, no, just that I really, really enjoyed the Mega Man, like, game series. And I, and we, we can get into this a little bit later, but my first exposure to Mega Man wasn't through the video games or anything. It was through Captain N, the Game Master, with the knockoff Mega Man, who was green. <laughs> Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. And yeah. he talked like this all the time. <laughs> wow, that's megatastic. He put mega on the um, in front of everything. <laughs> megatastic, mega awesome, mega cool. Oh, that reminds me of a uh, turbo, uh, turbotastic from uh, Wreck and Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> we watched Wreck-It Ralph the other day. It's a classic. We're going to have to cover that one day. That's a great movie. I love that movie. Gosh. But, yeah, I, it's funny you bring up um, Captain Ann. I remember the Mega Man cartoon when my Aunt Dot was watching us in Atlantic City. She left the TV on uh, early Saturday morning, and I remember watching the cartoon several times and actually really liking it. And I it didn't know... Yeah, I remember the dog in the show. I didn't know his name was Rush. I always called him Mega Dog. I was like, Mega Dog's so cool. I want a Mega Dog. <laughs> but absolutely loved uh, the show from the little times I'd seen it. But yeah, again, I never owned any of the Mega Man games growing up, except my buddy did, uh, and I, I would watch him play. But I do remember sitting at Kevin's house with you, watching Gosh. Justin absolutely destroy Mega Man. I mean, Dude. he was so good at it. You could tell he knew his stuff. He beat Mega Man too, like it was nothing. Yeah, he could, he could have done easily some speed runs with that game. He was so good at it. I think we timed him one day, and he beat Mega Man Two in something like forty-five minutes. It, it was ridiculous, and he didn't—he didn't lose unless he wanted to lose, like a, a man on purpose. Oh yeah. oh yeah, I remember he 
I mean, you know, he he didn't play it all the time, but he, like all that muscle memory and stuff, he just pop it in and be like, oh, let's do some Mega Man for about a half. Did hour. you uh, he beat the game you, real quick? Were you ever over there when he played Mega Man X on Super Nintendo? I probably was. I bet you I've seen him. Yeah. Were Were you there? I remember it was one Friday night and there wasn't anything going on. It was it was about this time of year. It was winter because I remember they had uh, wood in their wood stove in their living room. Justin's like, I'm bored. He's like, you want to watch me beat Mega Man One, uh, Mega Man X One through X Three? <laughs> tonight and i'm like you can do that he's like yeah he said what time is it right now i said it's like seven o'clock he said i'll have x3 done before eleven thirty tonight and i'll beat them all in order and he did that's impressive and he got that all the power he got all the power-ups all the hidden power-ups like everything oh that's great that was that's- so cool to watch i'm like dude you're you're the man at this game i'm never like challenging you at Mega Man ever <laughs> Yeah, so you know, we we figured today, you know, since we're here at uh, Mega Stands, fine establishment, we would just kind of take it easy. We're not. This is a series just like Castlevania or any other big series where we know we're going to come back to it. This isn't just the the one time we're going to talk about. It. This is going to be more of just a overview of the first game, and maybe a, a, we'll we'll mention some of the others as well that we loved. But the bottom line is. We're coming back to it. So there's so many things we could cover with Mega Man, the whole franchise. It's going to take way more than just one episode. But we figured we figured we would just talk about the first one mainly today. And, yeah, we even found the manual for the first one here. And, of course, <laughs> the first thing I wanted to talk about was the the infamous American box art. Oh, my uh, gosh. That I think the box art, art turned more people off of this game than turned them onto it, if, if you want my opinion. Well, you know, what's funny you say that is, you know, of course, it was Rockman in Japan, and it had a very more, you know, cartoony anime style of artwork on on the box art. But for whatever reason, the the advertisers of America didn't think it would sell well that way, presented that way. So they actually asked an artist, and to the artist's credit, or defense... I heard that he only had six hours to actually draw the cover. Oh my gosh! Uh, so he and he'd never actually seen any gameplay of the game, so he didn't know that the gun was necessarily attached to Mega Man's arm or his Mega Blaster. But a lot of people do say that the first game didn't sell near as many units as the Japanese release in America, which might have had something to do with the poor cover art. I mean, that's just a theory, but the game didn't sell that well in the United States back in 1987. No, and, I mean, I see kind of what he was doing. I mean, you know, I see the, like, the palm trees, the, like, ice palm trees and ice man, and there's, like, all these neon and bright colors. It's like they've said, okay, so Mega Man is a robot that looks like a human, and he just kind of went with a robo, like, a future Robocop motif, kind of. Right, right. And it it just doesn't work for me. Like, even the color scheme is completely different than what Mega Man is. You know, Mega Man's like the two-tone blue, and this guy's yellow and and blue. (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. But, you know, for six hours, I think it's actually impressive when he did. It's not bad for six (laughs) hours. I think maybe if they had let him play the game and, like, seen the colors and seen, you know, some more of the art assets, it probably would have been a little bit better. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of feel bad for the guy because it's like, it, I'm sure it's, over the years he's got a lot of flack for that. But, 
you know, when you hear the backstory, and I can imagine be like, yeah, my boss said I had six hours. Never played the game. Yeah, I mean, he, he that's the best just, I could come up with. He was just working <laughs> with what he was given. I mean, you know, back back then, you know, people were just kind of like, well, you know, just just slap something on it, and we'll get it out the door, and you know, it'll take care of itself. And mm-hmm. it's not yeah. like it is now, where like the cover art is some big piece of art you would like hang up in your house or anything. It was just like, yeah, put a cover on it so it'll look good and stand out on the shelf next to everything else. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. Like you, you think of the Atari days and th- those. Some of those covers were like absolute gorgeous works of art. Then you go mm-hmm. play the game; it's it's a block. Or or some of the Atari games, you know, would have block like actual gameplay footage of just like the block people on it. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. So uh, so we did find the manual here, and I was just going to read through the story real fast. And it says, um, and speaking of the artwork, does have the kind of cartoony chibi anime style in the in the manual itself yeah so it says the Mega Man story it's Mega Man versus the powerful leaders and fighting forces of monsteropolis i didn't know that was the name of it i didn't know that was either there you go that strange multifaceted land of robot-like humanoids brilliant scientist dr wright conceived the construction of fully operational human-like experimental robots to perform specific everyday duties Dr. Wright and his assistant, Dr. Wiley, uh, encouraged with the very first human robot, Mega Man, proceeded to develop six additional humanoids, all programmed to perform, to perform prescribed rituals. So in this game, you've got Cutsman, you've got Gutsman, you've got Iceman, Bombman, Fireman, Electman, uh, and of course, uh, we've got, that's Dr. Wright right there. He says, but with the exception of Mega Man, all of Dr. Wright's near-human robot experimentation went awry. Assistant Dr. Wiley turned disloyal. That son of a gun. Reprogramming Man, that's some Dr. Horrible English there too. He turned yeah. disloyal. <laughs> oh, that's true. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> uh, reprogramming Dr. Wright's humanoids, now bent on destroying opposition so Dr. Wiley could control the world and its resources. Resisting reprogramming, Mega Man is chosen the defender of the universe and its inhabitants. Mega Man dares to single-handedly penetrate seven separate empires of Monsteropolis, eliminating the leaders and the followers of these sovereignties. Get ready for some very exciting challenges. Ooh, so, I'm ready. Yeah, I mean, I'm fired up. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, it, it kind of goes through the point system here, Dr. Wily's empire leaders. Uh, oh, speaking of points, too, I read that this game was one of the only games, it might be the only game that actually did have the point system because it didn't really matter so much in this game, did it? It really didn't. Like It was kind of like, yeah, we've got a point system in because all the other games during this time had had points, but you don't get anything for, for you know, if you meet your point goal, you don't get anything for it. You don't get like an extra Mega Man or, you know, extra no. health or anything. It's just like, eh, you got the points. Good job. Yeah. Congratulations, eh? It's kind of like they were put in as an afterthought. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess you could have, like, bragging rights, you know, to try to get the most points, but really didn't reward you at all in the game, so. Really, the bragging rights was, yeah, I made it to Dr. Wily and went through Wily Castle 1, and, you know, it wasn't really more, it was more of a, I guess, more of an achievement based on where you got in the game as opposed to how many points you scored. Yes, I agree, yeah. So, speaking of which, have you ever actually beaten this game honestly? I have, yes. I am impressed. I haven't. I beat it on the 10th anniversary edition for PlayStation 2. 
Nice. Wow. Now, did that one have like any extra lives that you could you could put on there? It or? didn't have extra lives, but it still had all of the glitches that the NES had, like the uh, the pause glitch with the Man and the Devil and Wily One, the Yellow Devil. Ah. Huh. You know, um, so you know the guy in Wily Castle One that kind of like he's a big robot with like one eye, and he goes yes. from side to side, and you have to dodge his parts. That's the that's as far as I made it. Uh, if you, we, in pre- preparation for this episode, yeah, he's weak to Electman's weapon, but just as soon as you shoot the little like wavy electrical beam at him, when it hits his eye, if you pause it, count a few seconds and unpause it. It resets the hit, and it hits him again, and it hits him multiple times, and one shot takes him out. Oh, I never knew that. Oh, man. You hoser. I wish you would have told him that earlier, eh? Yeah, well, you know, I you got to keep some of the secret, you know. Oh, you kept that for yourself, eh? You're not I getting my wings. There were glitches like that in the game. Like, you could you could do that with uh, the, the Yellow Devil, I think is what they call him. in the. I don't think it's in the manual. I think that's just his name is Yellow Devil. Um, you could do things with the magnet beam to skip parts of stages. I've watched people speedrun this, and they use the little like platform magnet beam, and they can skip entire parts of levels or entire levels and go straight to the boss. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I saw somebody, and that would that would be super helpful. Like you know, uh, Electman stage where the platforms are disappearing real quick. Yeah, uh, that is super helpful for stages like that. Yeah. So, so our menu screen here, we've got Cutsman, Gutsman, Electman, Fireman, Bombman, Iceman, like we said uh, before. And then when you defeat all of them, it unlocks Dr. Wily. And you would think, oh, okay, his stage is probably just as long as anybody else's. Oh, no. It's no. Like, <laughs> it's like a four-part stage. Oh, and you got to fight pretty much every other guy again before you even get to the final boss. Yeah, uh, that's where the, the re-battles came, came in, was in the Wily Castle. Yes, and as a kid, this game would have frustrated me to no end. Oh my gosh, it would have, because you you only get what three four lives, um, three four continues. I think you only start with like three lives. I want to say you have unlimited continues, but like, oh, okay, you just kind of it's one of those games where it's like, well, you can keep playing, but like you're probably still gonna die on the same part every time, so. <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you. No, okay. I I feel even embarrassed here. What as a thirty six year old dad, I'm playing this game on the Switch, right? And mm-hmm. the Switch version of the Mega Man Collection is wonderful. First of all, it was only five bucks. I got uh, I think the the six games on the NES, and they have a save feature that you can save at any point in the game, and a rewind feature. Oh, so, nice. If you make a bad jump, you can just rewind, rewind real quick and try it again. Oh, that's and, awesome. Oh, my gosh. How many times I had to rewind some of these stages? And I still didn't beat it. They're hard. <laughs> I mean, they, they, Mega Man has the the distinction of being Nintendo hard. Oh, yeah. And you didn't oh, have yeah. the rewind and the extra lives and all that stuff. Like You're just like, oh, man, I got to go all the way back and, and try not to die or else I have to start all the way at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and it's funny. I, big shout out to a guy. Oh shoot, I, I was hoping I wrote down his name, and I don't see it on my notes here. Dang it. Uh, so this guy did a really great in-depth review. It was called The History of Mega Man. It's on YouTube. It was like a four or five part series he did, but he talked about how the difficulty 
was actually the hardest in the first one uh, and how you know developers tried to make them a little bit easier, a little bit more accessible for players later on as the series progressed. But that first game, they say, is one of the hardest ones. And I can totally see that because... I, I believe it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really struggled, but... So I started with Bomb Man. Is he the one you started with? Um, I always started with either Guts Man or Cuts or Cut Man. Was it Bomb Man? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I I made it through Bomb Man stage, and I loved how you can kind of free fall to your boss fights and everything. Yeah, that and was he, cool. And he wasn't too hard to to beat, but um, I, he really came in handy when I went to fight Gutsman. When I when I uh, threw a couple bombs at him, he was done pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gutsman kind of moved slow anyway, so you know he just kind of just jumped right into a bomb and he was done. And then Gutsman really helped with Cutman with uh, throwing those things at him, those giant rocks at him. That was my that was my order. I did Bomb Man, Gutman, Cutman. Ah, found out the name of that guy. So it was the History of Mega Man by Patman QC. Oh, Patman recommend- QC has some good stuff. He's a great YouTuber. Yeah. Oh, he's great. I think he's got a Patreon, too, uh, that I've considered supporting. He's awesome. Um, he's got some great stuff out there. I think he did a really good review of uh, Tapper before, too. I think I've watched mm-hmm. that from him, too. So, yeah. So, I did Bombman, Gutman, Cutman, and he really helped out with Electman. And out of all the powers, I love Electman's powers the best. Yeah, his, um, are, his are pretty sweet. Then I did Iceman, Fireman, and then finally Dr. Wily. So, <laughs> Iceman's your favorite. Man, Iceman! Didn't even look like a robot. You see, I like remember you Eskimo. used to be like, Iceman's the most useless robot master ever. I remember we had a discussion <laughs> about that one night. Guys, oh my gosh. If I could find that video, that was like one of the... That's the Retro Junctions before we did it. Remember we would get the camera. This is like 2010 or 11. We get the camera and we would just face it toward the TV and we would play. And, and one of the first games, yeah, one of the first games we played together was the first Mega Man. And we were just talking through it. And I think we posted it as like one of our first videos in 2012. So, and then eventually the podcast would come from the video. So it's pretty cool. But yeah, uh, yeah, Iceman stage. First of all, the stage designs in every single one of these were really cool. They were cool. Uh, and the bot, yeah, the bosses. Uh, each master robot had a really cool design. Love the scissors on top of Cutman. I also heard that Cutman, and maybe you can tell me if I'm wrong or here, but I, I thought I heard that Cutman was supposed to be the original hero of the story. I've heard that. I've heard that you were supposed to play as Cutman, but like something about him, I don't know that the higher ups didn't like him, or they said he would be better as a bad guy. And I, I kind of agree with him. Like, you don't want to be a guy with scissors on your head running around. That, that's not cool. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I agree. So, who was your hardest boss? Like when you first started playing this game, that you thought <sighs> you never could beat their stage, or you know, beat them as a boss. It's a toss-up between a leg man and the yellow devil in the castle. Mm, Until I yes. figured out the trick with the leg man or uh, with yellow devil to pause with the leg man's electrical beam. Yeah, yeah, I certainly wish I had known <laughs> that because I finally just gave up. I could have kept going, but I was like, I can't. I, Dude, I'm... play it again, and when you get to him, do the elect man thing and just pause it and unpause it, pause it and unpause it, pause it and unpause it, and it'll hit. It'll every time that it moves through it registers as a hit gotcha yeah that's that's good to know and it's, it's amazing that somebody actually figured that out 
Yeah, um, I also heard that Electman was actually based on Wolverine's design. Uh, and I could totally I see, see that, that with the colors. I can see that. Yeah. And, um, you know, for Electman, he was tough. To, for, he was one of the hardest ones for me to beat. Um, but it's cool. You know, now that you have Cutman and Gutman and Bombman's powers, you can use all of them multiple times in the stage, which was really helpful. I wrote down that the boss fight, I had to use Cutman and just run. So I just I would throw mm-hmm. in one of those things, try to run as far as I could because Electman's really fast. But this worked pretty effectively. And that was kind of a big thing, too, now that you touched on it. Like, when you beat a boss in this game, getting their power to use against other bosses. Like, that hadn't been done before. Yeah, and how cool is that, right? So you you beat a boss. You don't just get points or an extra life, but you get their own powers, which you're going to have to strategically use in each stage, right? Because you have to be very, very careful because if you use Cutsman's powers too early in a fight or early in a stage... It might come back to bite you when you need him in time for the boss because you won't have any energy left. So you had to really be sparing with some of your powers and know which powers to use in which parts of the stage, which really did make it challenging. But it was such a cool feature. It was always fun trying to figure out who was weak to who, too, in these games. Yeah, right? Yeah, because, like, there's there's some that are obvious, like Iceman and Fireman, but others would be not so obvious, like, uh, you know, Gutsman and Cutman, necessarily. You had to kind of and, figure it out. And, you know, if if they had called Mega Man Rockman like they did in Japan, the whole first couple of Robot Masters are based off rock, paper, scissors. Mega Man is Rockman, Crush is Cutman, who's scissors. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, and then Cutman can beat Electman because you're cutting the power. Was the pun with that? Oh. You're cutting the power. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I mean it was it was it, it like basically Mega Man was a takeoff of rock paper scissors is what the designers and you know Capcom in Japan said. Yeah, we kind of based it off of rock paper scissors. You know, you're going to beat somebody if you use this power, but if you use the wrong power, they can beat you. Wow, that's that's so good. Well, speaking of, you know, just awesome and clever, I mean, what about the music in this game? Now, I know they, the music shines even more in the sequels, but for this game, I still think highly underrated. And I know the composer, I cannot remember her name, but the composer only had like six months to come up with the whole soundtrack. Uh, she did She did a wonderful job. Oh, that, that Cutman level, that's still, that's still an awesome, like, one of the first levels to play Mega Man with that. You're yes. climbing up the tower, and then you go back down, and then you fight in. Oh, it's so it's so good. Yes, M- Manami Mats- Matsume. I think she was the composer of the original, of the original game, and she just sets the tone. I love the the uh, Doctor Wily music. That stage was really cool.
was great. Um, so, hey, speaking of music, I oh. was thinking, you know, Lane and I, we got to talking. We were going to do this maybe Spooky Stand style, just a abbreviated version of it. Pick maybe three of our favorite tracks from the just the NES era of the Mega Man games. So, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Maybe we can oh. put the link in our Discord. I'll let I'll let you go first. I gotta pull mine up. I had them pulled up, and then I closed the, the program. Okay, let's see. All right, so the first one I try not to pick super obvious ones, but this is just one of my personal favorites from Mega Man Two. Right here is the Metal Man stage. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah, I just love the, I love the harmonizing. Oh. I, I was listening to all the soundtracks in the gym super early in the morning, and this one just stood out to me. I was like, I love this track. I was like, Metal Man, I don't really... It's a classic, eh? That is a good one. Yeah. That's a great one, actually. I like... And Metal Man is... Oh. I never realized how useful his item was until I watched Justin do that playthrough of Mega Man 2 that night. He's like, oh yeah, go beat Metal Man first, and then you can like throw diagonal metal blades at people and throw straight up and straight down at people. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's almost as good as Elect Man's powers, where it goes, kind of goes up and sideways. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, just I thought that was a jam. I love that one. I love the harmonizing. I love the, um, the melody of it. Yeah, just... It was a jam. So what about you, man? All right. I'm going to... I hope I don't post paste anything. <laughs> there we go. All right. Let's see what we got here. So my pick for the Ooh. first one is uh, from Mega Man 2 also, and it's Wily Fortress 1. Ooh. Okay. It's the first stage of the castle. All right. Let's give this a listen. You know, and Daniel Tidwell does a great uh, metal cover of this. Bah, 
Oh, and it, you know, you got to Wily Stage 1 in Mega Man 2, and you're like, all right, so all the Robot Masters are beat. This is where the game gets hard. And that, it is where the game significantly gets a lot harder, I feel like. Yeah, it's, it almost feels like you're just beating the first half of the game when you beat the Master Robots. And then you got Dr. Wily Stage. And it's like you got to do it all over again. Yeah. And then some. But gosh, if you got to go through that torture, at least you got some good music to listen to. All right, so my next pick is well, hey, those were two tracks from Mega Man Two. I know, yeah. Mega Man Two is is timeless. I've got to say, I can't wait till we cover that one. That one, oh, that yes. one's such a good game. I think that one improved the gameplay in so many ways. It, it it did everything Mega Man the first Mega Man did well, and added about thirty million things to, to make it better. It, it did. So, it kept what worked and got rid of what didn't and replaced it with yes. stuff that really worked. Amen, amen. And I think, you know, my personal favorite uh, Mega Man game is based on this track right here. So I'm going to send this to you right now. Okay. I, this is probably an obvious one, but here's my second favorite track. You're typing. Oh, here it is. The title screen. <laughs> or something <laughs> that was a that was a that was a good title screen by the way because it starts out real slow and then it picks up oh yeah it just ramps up and then it gets to the and i like that 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 melody in the background just going kind of up and down oh so good I love everything about this song. You know, just like you said, the tempo changes. It's just ah, probably my favorite track ever. Maybe <laughs> it's good. It it's it's up there. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, and and I loved I love this one because isn't this the one that had the debut of Rush in it? It was. It was the first one with the Rush in it. Yes, and you could kind of select him, and you could jump on him, and he would spring you up. Yep, and you could turn him into a submarine and. I think you could turn him into like a jet platform too and kind of ride him places. I remember that. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, because I remember when I when I finally did play Mega Man 3, I'd already seen the cartoon. I was like, oh, Mega Dog! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I love that guy! <laughs> I know him! Oh, it's great. All right, Hoser, what you got for me? All right, I'm going to post... Uh... And, and oddly enough, mine is from Mega Man 3 as well. Oh,
the. Oh, I love that. that. Oh, this part's good. Like, I would just kind of pause it on boss battles in that one and just listen to that to that theme. I loved it so much. Oh, no, I get that. I get that. I've done that to a lot of games. Just pause it just to listen. Oh, that's good. Was stressful. There's, a, there's a lot of really good covers of that, too, that people have done and like kind of changed it up. It sounds really cool. Ah, very nice, man. Good pick. All right, my friend, let's see. I've got one last one for you. And this one is heading your way now. Now, I I didn't play this game a ton, but I do like the graphics in this game quite a bit. And um, based on all the gameplay I had seen, it looked like a great game. And it's Mega Man 5, the, the title theme of Mega Man 5, uh, or the intro part 2, I should say. Title screen right here too. What is that on the bottom right there, right beside this press start password? So it's like a scarf. The whole opening of this is that there's lots of like bad robot masters or ones that were created and brought back or something, and they're being led by a mysterious robot. And you find out that it's Proto Man that's uh, leading him, and it's Proto Man's scarf because he throws Mega Man his scarf. When Mega Man finds out he's the leader of the of the bad robots in this one, and that's and that's like Mega Man just kind of holds the scarf and kind of looks at it in a cut scene and drops it, and then that's where the title screen picks up is where the where he dropped the scarf. Oh, very cool, very cool. Yeah, like I said, I didn't play this one much, but from oh, the gameplay I saw, one. yeah, isn't that good? It, it psychs me up. It's a good one. A lot, you know. I never played Mega Man Five that much, but it was, you know. From what I could tell, like you said, the graphics on it were insanely good. Yeah, and you know, I, I listened to both the 6 soundtrack and the 5 soundtrack. Definitely like the 5 soundtrack more. Uh, it was a lot catchier, I thought. It was. Um, I didn't really play 6 that much, and I, I listened to a YouTuber the other day that was talking about 6 and about how Capcom wasn't real jazz to release 6. Like, they didn't want to do it. Oh, really? Yeah, like they were kind of focusing more on Mega Man X and Nintendo of America is like, no, Mega Man's killing killing over here in America. You know, we really want you to do six. And Capcom was kind of like, well, we really don't want to. And Nintendo's like, all right, we'll make a deal. We'll take the hit if it doesn't sell. And Nintendo put Mega Man 6 out. Capcom made it, but Nintendo like published it for them. I never knew that. Wow. I didn't know that either till I uh, listened to that uh, YouTuber talk about it. And he said that if you look, you can see there's a little Capcom symbol, but that it's all Nintendo branded stuff on it. Wow. In yeah. the documents. Yeah, because I mean, you think about it, it, six came out in what, 93? So that's two years into 
the Super Nintendo life cycle right there. Yeah. I'm trying to remember one that I really liked here for my third one. I can't. I'm having a... Oh, I got it. This is just like a feel-good happy beat, right? It is. Like, you didn't want to kill him because you're like, man, this, this stage music's kind of nice, even though I think that was a stage you had to climb up the tower, and it got darker as you climbed up. Like the, Oh, I forgot about that. And then when you that. got to the top, it was like twinkly, twinkly little stars and... And there was those birds that dropped the eggs, and like all the little birds would come out of them. I hated those things. Oh, I forgot about that. Yes, yes, yeah. I mean, this is more like one of those one of those stages where you know you just feel like you should be outside, just kind of walking around, looking at beautiful nature. Yeah, it doesn't feel like you're fighting a robot. It really doesn't. <laughs> but it's so up. I love it. I love it. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the Overworld theme from Turtles. <laughs> you know, just kind of walking around having a good time. <laughs> oh man, now it's in my head. I know, buddy. So that's what three tracks from Mega Man Two, two from Mega Man Three, one from Five. Yeah. So what about that? None from Four made the cut this time, but I'm I'm sure Four's got some bangers in it. I think Four's got some bangers in it. I just yeah. I never played Four that much and. From what I've heard, like people say, four and two are the ones that you have to play. Yeah, I heard four. I think Rush had more powers in four. I heard, and then shoot, there was some other extra features they added in four that I, I that looked really cool. Again, it was from that Patman QC review yeah. I watched him do, and I was like, wow, four looks really good. So, and I three was my favorite at the time. Well, four had the twist too that it wasn't Wiley who was the the bad guy in it. I mean, he was, but like he had kidnapped the daughter of another doctor and pretty much told him, you know, I need you to build eight robots to destroy Mega Man or I'll, you know, kill your daughter. And the dude does it. And then when Mega Man makes it to the end of his castle, the daughter shows up and says, no, Wiley had kidnapped me and I got free. Don't kill my dad. Don't hurt him. And then you have to go through Wiley's castle after that. Yeah, I, I remember there was one where wasn't he trying, Doctor Wiley trying to be a good guy in one of them? Shoot, there was one I thought where he he's trying to like correct his wrongs, or maybe his robots had gone evil on him, and he's trying to like oh, stop them. I don't. That know, sounds I'm, familiar. I'm that. Oh my gosh, that sounds so familiar. I can't think of which one that <laughs> is though. Oh, hey, it's understandable, man. There's there's so many of them. There were some uh, Mega Man games just for the PC as well during this time, but they they did not do well. They weren't um, very well received at all. But I'll tell you, some of the Game Boy games during the time were very, very good. I think maybe the Mega Man 2 one didn't do well, 
but I wanted to say like they, they've remade the first one and the third one ended up being really good for the Game Boy but I never played them much but I did see some gameplay videos on them and um, the soundtrack is pretty top-notch for for the Game Boy so <laughs> so well and then they went back to the original developer uh that did the first one and they did they went back and did the third one and it did really well but again i never i never did play them much so i i can't speak to personal experience on those but i they're on the they're on the agenda one day i'm gonna try to play them i've never really played many of the Mega Man game boy games either like for some reason Mega Man just wasn't in like a lot of the stores around here when I was growing up for some reason like it it, it is you know now the newer ones are mm-hmm. but like you go to Walmart and they would never they wouldn't even have a spot for it no no yeah there was never any Mega Man arcade game right there was the Power Fighters it was like the Street Fighter style Mega Man game okay I got gotcha. you and you picked mega you, you picked mega man but you had to pick which set of robot masters you fought like I want to say the the first power fighters you could pick robot masters from one and two three and four or five and six and it would mix them up and you would you know pick which one you wanted to play against and it was kind of like street fighter like you were it was like a weird hybrid of street fighter and a shooter it was kind of weird it was fun but I wasn't very good. I was never really very good at it. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever played that. Yeah. Um, but gosh, you know, the first Mega Man game, when it did come out, buddy, it came out with some great, great titles that around the same same year, 1987. Yeah. Dude, Metro- Metroid came out that year. Castlevania came out that year. The Legend of Zelda came out that year. And Lunar Pool came out that year. I mean, come on. Hey, hey, Lunar Pool's all right. I've, I've, I've kind of grown on Lunar Pool a little bit as I've gotten older. Oh, yeah, it's kind of fun. Oh, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out came out that year. Pro Wrestling. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Big Russian Attack was out. And I love the the ad in the back of the manual that you sent me. It says, look for these popular arcade-proven Capcom game packs. And it's got 1942, Ghosts and Goblins, uh, Section wow. Z, and Trojan. I had Trojan. Trojan. I got Trojan when I bought my Nintendo. Very nice, very nice. I, I remember playing that over at your house da, 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 back in the day. Da, da. Yeah, you walked through it. You hit people with a sword and shield. It was eighties were a different time, man. <laughs> never got better than that. Never got better than that. <laughs> <laughs> you could shoot people. You could hit them with swords. It didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't matter. We didn't discriminate. No, everybody everybody <laughs> got justice in some form or fashion. <laughs> oh, that's so true. Well, dude, you know, I think we're, we're winding down here. It's a little late this evening. I think Stan's giving us the evil eye that we better get out of here soon, eh? But uh, got any uh, last things you want to say about Mega Man before we move on, my friend? Uh, just that if if you're new to gaming and 
you've never played Mega Man, which I know a lot of our listeners are like, what? Never played Mega Man? That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, give it a shot. It's great. I mean, it, 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 it's rock, paper, scissors with robots. What, what can you, what can you not like about that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, you just brought up something too. And this is a quick, quick side note. I don't think we've ever talked about this on a show. Confessions that we have that could get our gamer card taken from us. Oh, so gosh. here's one for you. Here's one for you for me. Actually, I'll give you two. I have never beaten a Mega Man game, honestly. That's one. Um, I have never beaten a Zelda game, honestly. There's two. <gasps> I know. I what? know. I have never I have never beaten one, honestly. Might have done one, one with a Game Genie once or seen a seen a long play ending of Legend of Zelda or any of the Zelda games, never beaten one myself. Here's another one. I'll give you one more. I'm pretty sure... Ooh. It depends on how you define honest. I don't know if I've ever beaten a Mario game, honestly. Uh, Like, if I use a whistle, that's not honest, is it? I don't know if I would consider that honestly or not. That... That's gray area because that was, I don't, I don't know. I don't know because you used a, you used a, I feel like I'm cheating. I don't think using warp zones are cheating. Okay. okay. Because you have to put, you have to put the work in to find those. Yes. Maybe I did beat Mario three then. Okay. I'll take that. And of course I I would say that I beat Super Mario world honestly, but actually, no, I didn't because I remember beating it. But somebody had a save state on there that was already half cleared with it. So I, I just started from the second half and just kind of went on and beat it. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, mm. there, there's... Rob. There's, Rob. I know. I know. I know. Uh, there's there's probably plenty more, but I, those are just the ones that immediately come to mind. <laughs> so. I think if I've got any... I think mine would be it. I beat the Mario Brothers games in reverse order. I beat three, then two, then one. Well, that's not anything to be embarrassed about. You beat them. But one's supposed to be the easiest one, and I had the most trouble with it. Really? One, the first Mario's supposed to be the easiest? I think. I'm surprised. Wow. I, I mean, hard. I, <laughs> I thought it was hard, too. I still think it's hard when you get on up in there. Oh, my um, gosh, yeah. I could never do the 99 lives trick on Mario Brothers 1, where you get the where you do the turtles on the steps in the, the third level. Oh, yeah. I could never do that. Um I've never beaten Ninja Turtles, honestly. Hey, hey, that's understandable. No, I re- well, I was gonna say, wait a minute, we did, but we had free play. Remember when we when we did the arcade game? We we that's did. what it was. But that's okay. I mean, no, I'm talking about like Ninja Turtles for the NES. I had to be, I had to use a Game Genie to beat that. Oh, one. the original. Nobody can. Golly, if you can do that, you know, my goodness. Um, <laughs> what else? I'm trying to think of another embarrassing one. This would be. A taste thing. I rather enjoyed Bart versus the Space Mutants when I was younger. Hey, me too. I remember renting Even that, that game. Even though that game was like, great. Now that I look back, I'm like, man, that game was horrible. <laughs> but like, six-year-old me loved that game. The graphics looked great. I remember that looking cool. That was I thought, cool. I thought Bart versus the world. I remember getting that from Blockbuster and right before like a Halloween party. My parents were getting ready for a Halloween party, and I'm playing Bart versus the world, thinking this is the greatest game ever. They're like, we gotta go. I was like, please, I want to play a little bit more. And I think we had to like return it the next day, so I never did play much of it. 
I borrowed that from a buddy and beat it. I think I, I never, I never really played that one that much because I borrowed it from a buddy and I made it my goal the week that I had it to beat it. Nice, nice. That's determination right there. Okay, I got one more for you. Okay. This this one still bothers me. I have still not beaten the original Batman for the NES. I still have not beaten that honestly. I've not either. I've made it to the Joker, but I've never beat him. Oh, that's impressive. I can't make it past that one stinking thing that shoots at you in the, like the third stage. I don't I don't know. It's like I need to see somebody actually beat it and then just see what technique they used. Yeah. I have to be doing something wrong. <laughs> So there you go. There was a little bonus for you. And it all started because I've never actually beaten a Mega Man game, honestly. I've seen a lot of friends do it, but I've never done it myself. The first one I ever beat was Mega Man 2. I beat that one when I was eight, I think. Wow. I'd rented it. And what I did was I, you know, it was the first one to have the password system. And I would write my passwords down. Yeah, thank God for passwords. And I came back and I beat it from a password that I had. Very nice, very nice. Well, I think, you know, I think that's that's definitely honest. That works. I've never beat Castlevania One. There's a there's a honest Ooh. gamer. Yeah, that that's a hard one. Now I I'm pretty sure I beat that one myself, but but they're hard. I oh, beat I three. So I beat Dracula's Curse. I beat Dracula's yeah. Curse with uh. And that's a longer game. Alucard and Trevor, but I can't beat the first one. Is there a password for Castlevania Three? I can't remember if there is one for that. Uh, yes, there is. It's, it's got, it does have a password system. Gotcha, gotcha. I don't think fir- the first one did, though. I don't yeah. think it did. No, I know you could do the help me code in the third one, and you got 10 lives. Oh, wow. Yeah. You put help me as your name, and it gave you 10 lives. That was kind of cool. That is cool. Yeah, yeah I, I'm with you there. Yeah, I think I've... I've my, I'm pretty sure I beat the first one. I beat the third one. And I think I beat the second one, This, but... See, okay, here's another parameter we could put on it. Is it honest? I beat Simon's Quest, but I had to look up how to do some of the cryptic stuff. Like For that game, deal. no. For that game, no. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I think that's almost fair because for that game. Because like, you would have never known if you didn't have a manual. If you didn't have and Nintendo that, Power, you didn't know any of that stuff. Exactly, exactly. So I remember pulling up web TV in the late 90s, <laughs> trying to figure it. Of course, it took me like an hour to load anything. Uh, then I saw like a game facts review and they, they talked about it like oh you gotta equip this item and kneel here and that'll open this doorway over here I'm like oh I never would have known that so I don't know if that's honest or not I, I, I that's why I needed your opinion so I appreciate that no 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 <laughs> that that's okay um I've never beaten Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson's punch out I've beat everybody oh, but me him me neither me neither I came really close to beating Super Punch Out by myself uh, but I don't think I ever beat either one of them. Now, I beat you know, Super Punch honestly. Out by myself. I beat it on emulator. I used, uh, what I did was I saved as I went and just, and did it that way. And, you know, I went through and played it again one day just to see if I could do it. And I did it. And I'm like, yeah, I, I can beat, I can beat Super Punch Out. <laughs> oh, okay. I got one for you. Oh my gosh. I'm embarrassed to admit this one. I have never beaten Final Fantasy VII. I've never. I've seen the ending. I remember I had gotten really close, and my memory card got wiped out. And oh. I just. I didn't have the heart. I did not have the heart. That's to go a back lot of time. That's again. a lot of time you got to put back into that game. Yes, I was like, screw it, and that's why I never beat Parasite Eve either. I love that game, but I was like, I lost Parasite Eve. I lost Sukaden, but I'd already beaten it at the time, and and two or three other big RPGs. 
my memory card was completely wiped out from a, my sister's friend. And yeah, uh, so there you go. There's another one for you. I've beat <laughs> I've beat Final Fantasy VII. I've beat eight. I beat Tactics with the Game Shark. I Ooh. had I had to use Game Shark on Tactics because that game that's a hard game. That's a hard stinking game. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember uh, going to Best Buy looking at the strategy guide for that game when I bought it. Oh my god! I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy it. I was too cheap to buy it. But <laughs> I'd read it and then I'd go back at the house a that's, little bit and try. That's it what I did. I would read it at Walmart <laughs> and like write stuff down on a piece of notebook paper, then go back and do it when I got home. See, guys, that that's that's what we had to do back in the day. Either we didn't have the internet, so when a strategy guide came out, that was like your only hope. Oh, good times, for, man. I enjoyed Home Super Home Alone for Super Nintendo when I was younger. That was a fun game. Oh, I actually beat I actually beat it. It was it was quite fun. It was the same thing over and over again. And now that I look back, I'm like, man, that was a horrible game. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't great. It was a good time waster, but ugh. oh man, I, that makes me think. Are there any? games that i enjoy that most people hate i'm sure there are i'm just blanking now and it's almost 11 o'clock at night <laughs> dude yeah that doesn't help that we're just like Ugh. hey that, that might you know what that that could be a fun topic for maybe the next one or the next couple or something like that we should do that just games that we like that we don't think anybody else would yeah or at least you know make that a topic for half of an episode that we should do that well, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. You know, once again, we're Mega Man's such a great series. It's such an iconic series that we're definitely going to come back to it. We definitely want to do the other games justice. So one of these days, we will return to this series and talk a whole lot more about this amazing franchise. But for now, we'll put a cap on it for a little bit. And uh, yeah, man, what type of uh, wings are we going to have before we get on out of here there, Jose? I'm going to have the guts, man, bomb blasters. <laughs> Wow, you just made that up. That was good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I think uh, that sounds great. It's, you know, oof. Might have to get some uh, Pepto-Bismol, eh? Uh, tell you what. Oof. But, uh, but, guys, hey, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for, um, oh, I should say, if you want to reach out to us, our email address is trjsupershow at gmail.com. And also, we have a new hoser hotline. I forgot to mention at the top of the show, eh? Hey. So it is, let me get the number. Our new host or hotline, so anytime you want to give us a call about any game that you want to discuss or maybe something you like about the show, maybe something you can't stand about the show, give us a call. We want to hear from you either way. Uh, our number is 865-312-7260. We would love to hear from you. Call now. Our game counselors are standing by. We'll help you in your tightest spots. <laughs> We're at the Nintendo line and we charge. That's right. That's right. Lennon's waiting by the phone anxiously, eh? He's got his, he's got his binders filled with tips to give you. That's right. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. We don't know exactly what we're going to talk about next month, but, oh, buddy, we'll find something pretty good. And uh, we're super excited just to catch back up and talk more retro stuff with y'all. So, guys, thank you again for listening. And on behalf of Landon and myself, uh, here's to hoping you uh, have a good day, good gaming, and a giant bowl of Gutsman (laughs) Bomb Blasting Wings. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Goodbye, children. (laughs) All right. The toilet's weak to those. (laughs) Two hits from that man and the toilet loses all its health. Oh, gosh. Well, I hope we're not too late, but a a dear friend of the show, uh, Nick Baxter, he's been listening to Junkies for a while. Uh, He asked for some busy tips. So I've got my wife and I, we we were working together. Here's just a quick little checklist here. 
Um, so here's what I wrote. I'll make this very quick for our listeners. By the way, guys, we're talking about Mega Man today, so I should have said that yeah, about yeah, 10 minutes ago. We're <laughs> talking about Mega Man, but, you know, Capcom made Disney games back in the day, so we can tie it in with that. Oh, nice. That was good. That was really good. All right, so here's, here's tip number one. Uh, number one, don't use the Magic Band for purchases. And I'll tell you why, because it about gave us a heart attack. We got double charged, or at least it seemed like we were double charged for everything. So Magic Band is great. You have it on your wrist. You can use that to pay for things. Um, Super convenient. But the problem was when we checked out of our room, we saw all the charges. But then we saw another charge, a mirror charge. And we were in the red for a long time. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is we know this is a mistake, but it took like a good week for it to finally clear of those pending charges. Huh. Uh, and it was all because of the magic bands. Apparently that's a thing. They they kind of I don't know, glitch your checking account into making it look like you're being double charged. And then eventually it resolves itself. But that's in weird. hindsight, we would never do that again. You know. That's kinda uh, like when you uh and this, I may be dating myself here, but it's like when you used to buy uh, gas with a debit card, and they would have that hold, like a twenty dollar hold. Yes, until that would until not go the away. actual yeah, that wouldn't go away until the actual purchase cleared. That that's kind of what that sounds like. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, and it took a good five days for it to clear. Wow. And it, it, I mean, it was like nerve wracking because I was like, if that goes through, we're in trouble. <laughs> we're a bunch of bums. Because Disney's not cheap. It's not cheap. Uh, no. So, okay, tip number two, eat the festival food. So, uh, like I said, I, I really enjoyed that. That was wonderful. So if you go to Epcot, I cannot recommend enough. Stop and buy some of those. Don't listen to the naysayers out there saying Disney food's terrible. I Everything I ate, yeah, it might be a little bit more expensive, but it's delicious. The food was great, and the service was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, uh, for instance, um, the character dining. We did, oh, shoot, it was in Epcot. It was a, oh, my wife's going to kill me. It was my favorite one, too. We got to meet all the Disney characters, and it was buffet style. Um, Garden Grill. That's what it was. Loved Garden Grill. Um, That was probably my favorite one out of all of them. Um, I recommend, if you can swing it, to stay on the resort, if you can swing it. The value resorts, they're really nice. I loved Pop Century. I can't recommend that enough. The staff was wonderful. The rooms were nice. Um, You get... The skyline to three out of the four parks, totally worth it in my opinion. Um, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. Oh, it's wonderful. We're we're staying at Pop Century in September. Me and Lori are going down for our anniversary. Hey, awesome, awesome. I hope you get the fifties building, man. It's it was awesome. All of them are great, but we we just lucked out to get the fifties one. I wanted the eighties one, but the fifties one's actually closer to the skyline. And it was it was worth it. Skyline's awesome, isn't it? Oh, it's my favorite ride. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm big on the monorail myself. I understand that. Yes, absolutely. So really quick, the My Disney Experience app was super helpful. Um, f- figuring out which rides to to um, to reserve and everything. Wear comfortable shoes. Yes. We logged in about twenty five thousand steps each day. So wear some comfortable shoes. We, I got my Hoka's and I felt great. <laughs> um, yeah, pack um, pack a backpack if you can with wet yep. ones, ponchos, snacks. It's totally worth it. Um, build a droid or a, a lightsaber. It's super fun. I love doing that with the kids, and they were really, really patient and helpful. The people there, uh, and just it's such a cool, 
experience. And then last thing, the mobile orders for quick service, take advantage of those. They, you'll avoid lines and most, I'd say about 75% of the restaurants on each, in each park have mobile order access. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, and you can do all that through the My Disney Experience app. So there you go. There's the uh, Disney tips for uh, for you, Baxter. Hopefully you get this in time. Those are some good tips. Uh, I would also say if you got small children, uh, make some time for nap and rest. Because oh, yeah. First time we took Lola, she was she, she just turned four. And we tried to do too much in one day. And, like, she was down for, like, a day and a half just because it was just so much to do. So I always kind of leave some room for naps and, and rest and you know, what we do normally, too, is we just have a day that we call a pool day where we don't go to any of the parks. We just hang out at the pool, hang out at the nice. room, walk around, look at stuff. You know, don't really ride anything. I, I always have a, have a down day, too, just to kind of recover. I completely agree with that. That's the one thing. Like, we, we hit the ground running. Um, mm-hmm. We were only there for four days. So we went to a park every day. And when we go back, which we're going to try to come back in uh, next year, uh, we definitely want to add an extra day just for that reason, you know, just a resort yeah. day where we're at the pool, taking it easy, recovering, pacing ourselves, because there, there was a lot just around the resort that we wish we could have spent a little bit more time um, exploring. Just thought of something. You know the yeah. really horrible cover of Mega Man? Yes, yes. That's Mega Stan. That. That's <laughs> Mega Stan with his wing gun. And all it is is this, this gun that just shoots out like hot sauce for your wings or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes. It just kind of raises his gun in the air. Has a little like speech bubble that says, buy something or get out. And you know, like the point count, it's like if you defeat him, it's like you get 13 points. 13 points. A measly 13 points. That's not even enough to go into the level four. I think what could he say? Buy something or get out. His other one would be no public restrooms. Gosh, I love that game. Yes, it takes. There are so many main characters. Like it's hard to keep up with everybody. I know, I know. But at least they're they're really fun characters. And then you get somebody, and you're like, oh man, this is my new favorite character. And then somebody else comes in, and you're like, oh, forget that guy. I like this person now. They're awesome. I know, I know. For me, it was Shadow. I was like, oh, he's an assassin. He's cool. He was your ninja. He could throw shurikens and kill people. Yes, he looked awesome. See, I didn't know he was a ninja at the time. I thought he was like, because when you look at his profile, he looks like a scuba diver. <laughs> he like, was a scuba diver. That's what I thought when I was a kid. Wow, like, scuba diver. Scuba diver. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Dude, I sent you something. I forgot that there was a Mega Man cartoon show, and I sent you the intro to it. And it's so great. Did you? Yeah, it's on the, uh, the Discord? Discord. Yeah. Oh, let me see. It's about a super fighting robot. Mega Man. <laughs> oh, I gotta see it now. Now you gotta watch it. Uh oh, I'm clicking the wrong thing, eh? Hang on. Okay. Man, look at that metal. <laughs> Mega Man! Mega Man! That's a rad intro. Was this the one from the night? Yeah, this is the one I remember. Have you ever seen this? I was. I watched a few of those. Yeah, these are great. 
Now he was on Captain N, and th they didn't have the rights to use him. And he was From green, you said, right? They used a green Mega Man. And he talked with a mega voice like this all the time. <laughs> Super fun. Oh, there's a... Uh, there's a... Uh, is it Zero? That was Proto Man, the red one. Oh, gotcha. Wow, what oh. an intro. That that was pretty cool. <laughs> I'm getting hit on by somebody on Skype that I've never met before. That's interesting. What? Yeah, uh, this, this lady's like, are you looking for love? And it's like, well, like I don't know. We're we talking about man and woman love or love of delicious steak? Because I love delicious steak. Oh, and I'm yeah, always looking for love there. <laughs> and hot wings, eh? It's like, you got any hot wings to go with that steak? And blue cheese? Uh, oh, hey, man. That, that actually, I don't know why this reminded me of it. Uh, World of Warcraft. I started playing again. You should you should play again whenever you get a chance. Did you? Do you like it? I do. I do a lot. I I, I got another hunter again. I'm in a new server. I've already leveled up to level 10, and it only took like an hour. Maybe an hour and a half max to get that high. So, it's pretty fun. Uh, I don't know how much time I've actually got to dedicate to it, but it, I think it's free up to level 20. And I was like, man, this reminds me of the old days when we used to play. <laughs> oh, wow. You should come back, eh? I'm going to send you a link for something. It, it, it's nothing bad. It's yeah. a game that competes with World of Warcraft. Oh. And you get a free trial, and you get to be the free trial for it up to level 60. Ooh. Okay. And it's a it's a franchise that you know. It's Final Fantasy Online. Oh, wow. See, and I'm it, afraid my computer wouldn't run it. You think it would run it? I got an old one. I don't know. It might. I mean, it... It's been around since, like, 2011, they said. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah. But the 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 classes you start out as do the Final Fantasy thing where, like, the, the guy that I made is a Lancer, but when he gets to level 30 and completes a specific quest, he becomes a Dragoon. Ooh. And he gets the dragon armor and the spears and everything. Cool. So it's a, I'm assuming it's open world? It's open world. You can be... I'm trying to think what the classes are. You can be a, a dragoon, a warrior, white mage, black mage, summoner. Red mage? A bard. I don't know. I don't. I think you can be a red mage. Oh, cool. Maybe maybe the bard's what I'm thinking of. The red guys that were in the first Final Fantasy movie. Or first Final Fantasy game. I, yeah, Final I think so. Final Fantasy game. Lord, I can't talk. Yeah, they were red mages. Oh, okay, wow. Bards, dancers, like, a, I think you can be a samurai in it. Dark Knight. Oh, cool. Scuba diver? Scuba diver. <laughs> Ninja. I think ninja's actually one of the classes you can be later on when you level up. Oh, cool, cool. And they all play like the Final Fantasy classes in the game, in the console games. Dude, if, if my computer can run it, I will. I'll give it a try. I love fantasy, so you would, uh, you would, you would like it. Like you level your jobs and your like your class up independently. If you get to the highest level you can as a dragoon, you can go and like you're like, well, I want to be a warrior now. You can go and talk to the warrior 
guild chief and put a warrior set of equipment on and your guy starts out as a level one warrior but he's still got all of his level 60 like stats oh cool that's nice so your guy's strong but like his class isn't and then he works his way up and then you can do i mean it's it's kind of interesting it gives you more like there are guys on there who've been playing forever and they can just be any class all they have to do is change their outfit and their their spell book and their whatever class that's kind of like kind of like in tactics where you could change classes. I said it's a lot based on that. Oh, cool. Well, cool, man. I didn't even know this game existed, so I appreciate that. I didn't that. either. I was like, games that are kind of like WoW but cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> I know. WoW's fifteen bucks a month if you subscribe to it. That's that's like almost a Netflix charge. Come on, guys. What, are you, what am I getting for fifteen bucks a month? Yeah, yeah. Probably a lot of addiction. Because have you, run, like, have you run any dungeons yet? Ah, uh, yes, I did one today. I'm a, I'm a dwarf hunter, and I was raiding one of the... Uh, shoot, I don't even remember where I'm at. It was a bunch of spiders. Killed this giant orc. This giant orc guy. I forget his name, but... Uh, I did that with about three or four other guys, and it, that was fun. And I was like, man, like I said, it reminds me of the, the days we used to play. Oh, man, that was... We were... A- we were addicted to that game. <laughs> I know, I know. And it's highly addictive. And it's probably even more so now because questing is even easier than it used to be. Oh, uh, wow. Oh, it really is. It tells you exactly where to go. Between WoW and then the Old Republic. Oh, my gosh. Like, I don't even know if they still do that game, but... I think if they I were still to dive do back the Old Republic. It, I don't know if, they release, if they've released any new content for it in a while, though. Yeah. Oh, man, if I were to dive back into that, I'd get stuck there, too, so... <laughs> yeah, I have to tell myself, I'm like, dude, don't get on to those RPGs that take your life because you, you don't yeah. have the life to give it. Yeah, you don't have the time, the free time. I know, that's why that's why what I'm doing now, like, recording with you and stuff, I, I had to really prioritize, okay, what are the things I love to do that I, I, don't, I, have, a, I have a very little amount of free time, so I have to really, like cut away all the extra junk that's like I kind of like to do that but it's kind of a time waster yeah what do I what do I really love to do that's got to be top priority obviously just like you and your family you know family comes first you got ch- uh, church family yeah and then just being a family man that takes so much of your free time right there and then any little bit that you have for yourself it's like okay I got one hour for myself a day what am I gonna what do am I gonna do yeah exactly you what is know, the thing yeah, I love the know. most so for me, it's it's podcasting right now. I love to podcast with you and, and Kirkland. So what I do now is I'll do all my podcasts for the month in one day, or at least I try to. Mm-hmm. Like right before you and I recorded, Kirkland and I did two episodes. So now I have three episodes already in the books um, for the month. So and then in the mornings, I'll get up super early. I'll edit a little bit each day, and then I just kind of post them when I can. Oh, but, nice. But yeah, I just I love doing that. It's it's something that's fun for me. But golly, if I were to get stuck on WoW or something like that, it could just ah, it could take over, man. <laughs> so and, I got I got to be careful. And I know that they've got like the WoW Classic servers now, and they're on the Lich King, and that is yeah. where I got sucked into that game was on Wrath of the Lich King. Yeah, I remember us all buying that expansion. I remember that and Burning Crusade right before that. Yep. Yeah, oh, man. man. I had a mage in Wrath of the Lich King that was killer. Like, yeah. I had the, I, I want to say it was either tier 10 or tier 11, like, raiding gear that 
was the last set that they released before the next expansion. I had all but like two pieces of that for my mage. And he could go in and like he could almost solo dungeons at his level by himself. He was so much stronger than everything in there. And then they released the, the next expansion, which was, I think it was Cataclysm. And I played it for a good six months. And then I got so far behind everybody. I'm like, yeah, I'm never going to catch back up. I don't have the time to invest in it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Of course, kids change things, man. Oh, kids change <laughs> everything. Like, I mean, I'm sure Lola would would love to do something like that with me, but I'm like, nah, you're not getting hooked on this on this stuff like <laughs> I did back in the day. Oh yeah. Oh, it's so it's so easy. Of course, she know. plays Roblox, and there's a game that she plays with her friends. They go into these servers, and it's like you know you know what Roblox is. It's kind of like Lego uh-huh. people. Yeah. And it's they play a game called. Uh, murderer in the house and what it is is it's this big house and everybody that's playing are in a room together and they get split up when the game starts and they're in different rooms in the house and somebody's the murderer and it's up to the murderer to try to get everybody else in the house before getting caught by the sheriff oh cool so one player's the sheriff one player's the murderer and everybody else are trying to tell the sheriff and help the sheriff figure out who the murderer is and she plays that like all the time huh i never heard of that one that's cool do we should but, play it or been there and be like hey guys lol i'm a kid just like you <laughs> hello fellow I'm hello fellow kid. kids <laughs> that was lit yo <laughs> like, i'm the bomb.com <laughs> yo dog give me some skin <laughs> yeah I'm all that in a bag of chips. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter would be like, Dad, you're being old. Get out of here. Yeah, get out of here. Oh, doing that old that. man thing again that you do. Get out of here. <laughs> you're trying to be cool and you're just not. She said uh, that to me one day and I'm like, oh. Oh, I get your grandma, that Your grandma said I was cool once. <laughs> I get that all the time in, in the classroom. I'm like, hey, come on, guys. I'm, I'm hip. No cap. <laughs> They're like, Shut up. No diggity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know, when I start using their words, they like, oh, go, please never say that again. <laughs> oh, Lola said something was sus the other day, and I'm like, suspicious? Y- you mean suspicious? And she's like, she's like, yeah, sus. And I'm like, don't be suspicious. Don't be <laughs> suspicious. Don't be suspicious. And she's like, Dad, shut up. You're not cool. <laughs> You're like, oh. <laughs> it's like, well... Your grandma, your, my mom said I was cool once. <laughs> Nobody likes Millhouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Millhouse. Poor Millhouse. You know, I, I do feel that way. I feel like Millhouse every time I get teased by my students or my own kids. Do you feel like the dud? Are you holding the little flower that's kind of wilted over? I do. I do feel like the Poindexter. <laughs> that guy looks like you, Poindexter. You got the dud. <laughs> Stand up for yourself, Poindexter. Uh, That's I the same it. one where he pets the horseshoe crowd and says, <laughs> Nice doggy. Nice doggy. I can't find my glasses. <laughs> Bart! I can't find my glasses. <laughs> nice doggy. And I like how the horseshoe crab wags his tail, too. <laughs> and it kind of hisses at him. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's another Simpsons we could do. Oh, I know. We could do Simpsons all the time. Oh, my gosh. All the time. Yes. Lola's got to where she wants to watch Simpsons. She's like, hey, let's watch that Simpsons where they do da 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 And I'm like, you got it. Yeah, you don't have to twist my arm. 
Oh, man. Well, you're raising her right, my friend. Yeah, we watched that in King of the Hill. We watched the That's My Purse, I Don't Know You, King of the Hill the other night. Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. It's one where Bobby goes to the women's self-defense class to try to learn how to fight, and he kicks everybody in the in the junk. <laughs> and before he kicks him, he goes, That's my purse! I don't know you! Because that's how they trained him in the women's self-defense course to do before he kicks somebody. <laughs> and he would scream it out, and he'd haul off and kick him, and he kicked Hank right in the... Oh, and like he, it kind of does it from his point of view and it goes black and then the next thing you see is Bill standing over him and he goes Hank you have been kicked in the testicles oh <laughs> uh, thanks Bill <laughs> I love Bill oh he's the best oh my gosh you know I heard they're bringing that show back I know I'm so excited about that I love yeah. that show me too, and I mean, if it's anything like the Beavis and Butthead comeback, man, it was it was a, it'll be a home run, dude. That Beavis and Butthead comeback was like old school Beavis and Butthead. It was great. Yeah, I hope it's not done. Gosh, I hope they keep going. Did you see the one where they uh, where they try to go tubing to pick up chicks, and they're like on that big plank of wood? No, no, I missed that one. Oh my gosh, they get in the river and they're like trying to pick up chicks, and they get on this big plank of wood, <laughs> and they just ride it. And they end up going to the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> and, like, they run into all these different people. Like, there's a guy who's fishing, and he, like, throws a lure, and it catches Beavis right in the corner of his mouth. And he's like, ah, ah. <laughs> Poor Beavis. Uh, I, th- I think my all-time favorite Beavis about an episode is the Leave it to Beavis one. You ever see that <laughs> yeah, one where, where they one. do the Leave it to Beaver one? Oh, it's great. <laughs> I think her being a little hard on the beaver there. <laughs> And Todd's like the like hitting on Beavis' smile. Hello, Mrs. Cleaver. And then Butthead and Beavis are like, Todd's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the hay, my friend. I am I'm bushed, buddy. But it's been a fun one. Yeah, this has been great. This has been awesome. I've needed this. Oh, you and me both, man. You and me both. I'll uh I'll try to get this uh, edited in a couple of weeks and get it out there, man. No diggity, man. <laughs> ah, that's just me trying to be cool. That's you being cool. I don't know. I was a little sus to me, man. I don't know. <laughs> don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious.
Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da